Over the past week, Grand Valley State University celebrated Trans Week of Visibility. In this episode of the Lanthorn Loop, Lanthorn staff writer Isabel England joins the podcast to discuss her coverage of the event. to the Lanthorn Loop. My name is James Herrick and today I am joined by staff writer Isabel England. Isabel, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm pretty good and I wanted to have you on today because you wrote a very good story last week about the Trans Week of Visibility and that took place at GVSU and featured a bunch of different events. So I guess to start, can you just describe what the Trans Week of Visibility is and what was the goal of the event? Yeah, so it's kind of a week-long event. Um, we celebrate Trans Day Visibility this year on March 31st. Um, so that was kind of the end of the month. That was that Friday. And um, the LGBT Center just um, did a bunch of events throughout the whole week. They did a movie showing. They did a drag show in collaboration with the men's volleyball team. Um, a couple other events just to kind of highlight the event and bring um, visibility to trans awareness. Yeah, and then what were those different events that happened? And then kind of what were some of the specifics about what those events looked like and what took place? Sure. So they kicked off the week um, hosting a viewing of the Femme Queen Chronicles. It's a comedy series about the lives of three black trans women, um, and they live in Detroit. So they did a showing of that. That was hold, held by the um, Milton E. Ford LGBTQ Resource Center here at Grand, Grand Valley. Um, and then in the middle of the week, the in collaboration with the men's um, club volleyball team, they held a drag show. So that was kind of raising money for um, the club's um, upcoming trips to whatever awards they're doing or games. They closed out the week by welcoming Janice Pondexter, who's a Michigan-based trans activist and community pioneer, um, and they did an event um, kind of like Q&A with her talking about their work. Yeah, and then how did these events work to kind of spread awareness of trans activism and kind of demonstrate the issues at hand? Yeah, I think... um, it's really important to bring visibility because if you don't know a trans person um, or are, aren't active in that community, you might not know the issues and the hardships they face. So bringing those to light and kind of um, bringing awareness to the community is really helpful in helping um, work to support our marginalized groups. Um, I think that these events were great because it brought together the community in a fun way. It was educational, but it was also something that students had to look forward to, um, especially with the drag show, had a really nice big turnout. I think there were 60 or 70 people there, um, and it was great to see the the volleyball team so excited about this type of event um, and just kind of bringing awareness to um, yeah the difficult time that we're living in. And then moving forward, um, what can be done by students that are interested in becoming more educated on trans issues or being more involved? So what are some of those next steps that can be taken after this week of visibility and events? Yeah, so any student that does want resources um, is welcome to stop into the center. It's located um, in the Kirkhoff Center um, right on the first floor. That's a great resource. You can stop in and talk to any of the staff, and they'll be able to help you with a more specific question. But, um, yeah, the, the website has a lot of great resources as well, and I think one of the queens had mentioned um, it's just using your voice as an ally, you know, stand up for the people that you care about and the people in your community because even if it's not affecting you, it is affecting people of your community and um, you want to make sure that you're using your voice to stand up for that and um, show your support in, in their struggles and 
kind of show them that you're there for them and you support them. Yeah, that makes sense. And then kind of moving over to your reporting process on this story, uh, what events did you attend? Because I know there's a lot, so maybe you didn't weren't able to make it to all of them. Um, but which ones were you able to attend? And what was it like while you were there? Yeah, so I went to the drag show, um, which was very fun, really great, great energy, um, super fun event, really big turnout, like I said, and then I was able to talk with some of the queens afterwards about their experiences, less about their um, drag performances and just more about their experiences living in the community. A few of them were alumni, um, so it was nice to talk to them and kind of talk to, the, to them about their experiences here at GV when they did go here um, and be able to talk to them and then also be able to talk uh, to the few guys that were running the show, the um, members of the club volleyball team, um, and get their perspective on it because you don't always see um, a very like masculine type of group necessarily supporting um, the trans people and, and obviously drag queens. So it was nice to see that collaboration and how excited the guys were getting about this show. And then that kind of leads into my next question, too, because one of the things that this story had was a lot of interviews. You talked to a lot of people, got a lot of different perspectives. So what was it like to talk to so many people? So how did you get so many interviews? And then kind of what was it like to hear on your end? What was it like to hear all of these different stories and perspectives and kind of just people explaining uh, what they go through? Sure. So I reached out first to the Resource Center and I got to talk to DL. They are um, director of the Millen E. Ford LGBTQ Resource Center and they were awesome to talk to. They gave me a lot of good perspective. It was nice to hear their stories. They actually also are an alumni and then came back to run the center. Um, and when they were a student, they were um, one of the first student workers at the center. So they have a long history with working in this kind of area and then they were able to get me in contact with um, some of the volleyball guys um, and then um, in turn the drag queens who I sat down with it was just cool to hear everyone's story you know they all have different stories and different um, things that they wanted to talk about so that was nice to hear kind of a variety of backgrounds in one space kind of going off the back of that one thing that I thought your story was did really get at was balancing like human perspective and like the actual people in your story, but you also still provided a lot of really solid information about the events, about um, what the Trans Week of Visibility is. So all these different like informational aspects, you worked in well with the kind of human perspective as well. So how did you manage to strike that balance in your story? Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I think it's important to kind of set up your interviews with a little bit of background information. That's kind of the format I tend to take. So um, talking about what the center offers and then talking about how the center has impacted someone with a quote, that's kind of what I like to do. So I think it's, um, especially for a piece this long, it's easier to read and digest if it's broken up a little bit by quotes and information. Um, I'm just trying to hit those key points of information that I felt like were um, important to share and like relevant to the topic. And then um, I got a lot of great quotes, so it was hard to shift through and decide which ones I wanted to put in the piece. But I think I got a good variety of people's experiences and their thoughts and opinions to cover a wide range of topics. Yeah. And then my last question, which you probably know what is coming since I asked you the same question last time. Um, but was there anything interesting or unique about this story that uh, you experienced that maybe you don't run into with other stories that you've written? Sure. So obviously, I think this is a controversial topic. So it was nice to hear different perspectives um, from the queens on how they feel um, they're treated or how they feel um, the community kind of 
feels about this topic. And then I, I think, um, yeah, it was really fun to go to the drag show. I mean, that's amazing. I've been to a few, so it was cool to see um, the Grand Valley community rally around that and support it. It was really fun. They did a lot of good songs. There were a lot of good songs I knew, so that was fun to watch everyone. That's always a positive, too, that you know the songs. Um, and for anyone that is interested in reading your story, it is available at lanthorn.com, and you can also pick up copies on campus as well. But most importantly, Isabel, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thank you. product of the Grand Valley Lanthorn, the student-run newspaper of Grand Valley State University. Our print edition comes out every Monday, and you can go to lanthorn.com for daily updates. I'm James Herrick, and I'll see you next time.